welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Jason, it's so nice to see you. So good to be back (laughs) home. It's been like, what, five days? It's been five days since you looked at me. Uh, first time we've spent any time apart in months. So long. Months. Actually, do you know, that... it's since February was the last time I left, left you. I think so. Did you say goodbye? I didn't say goodbye. <laughs> no. Was that time to say goodbye yet? Oh, yeah. Cuando <laughs> oh, I never. I always think I'll know the lyrics. Wait, is, well, have we done this before? No, that was the other one, the prayer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. Equally as So good. still can't speak Italian. Yeah. yeah. Italian or Latin? Honestly, I can't speak either. Okay. Actually, still can't speak either, so it's fine. <laughs> Amazing. It's nice um, to see you, though. Do you know what? Can I just take a moment to be grateful? Oh, because this is my favorite part of the week. Oh, honestly, I could cry, like... Talking to Kaylee was amazing, and the things that we have, like, hopefully secretly happening behind the scenes. We have things happening behind the scenes. I messaged Jason today in all caps, like, this is our life right now. Like, it is so exciting. It makes me mad, because... It wasn't our life before. (laughs) What have we been doing? Honestly, you close the bars and people get shit done. I know, but... (laughs) I still haven't been sober, so... Yeah, well, that's true. We don't need to be sober. <laughs> we just don't... Um, need to go out. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited for that. Yeah. Anyway, it is so nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. It is really nice. And we really hope that everyone listened and loved our Kaylee episode as much as we did. That is another, like, we can't believe that that was our life moment. Still to this day, the bit where she uh, confirms that she may be interested in doing the Tea Rooms tour. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have been thinking about the Tea Rooms tour for years. It has for been years. on our mind as an idea for years. And when she invited us to be hosts, not only yeah. just on stage, but also in Glitter. <laughs> yeah. She gets it. She, she could, gets She it. feels me. <laughs> So gorgeous. Thank you, Kaylee. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited to like catch up in real life sometime soon. Watch the space. Yeah. Watch the space all round, friends of Dapod. Of Dapod. Um well, yeah, I mean that could have like well enough been my life of the party, but my life of the party this week was something that it's kind of a life of a party and a peak too soon in one. Because it's it's Shit's Creek, R.I.P. Because the final season of Shit's Creek just got uploaded to Netflix. I like cannot stress enough how good this show is. If you haven't even started it to this day, oh. I'm not only mad, I'm also jealous. Disappointed. Oh. <laughs> yes, jealous. I'm jealous that yeah. you get to go back and watch it from the beginning yeah. and laugh. So I've just been at home for the last five days. Four two double zero. Four two double zero. That's back the postcode. <laughs> And no one there had watched Shit's Creek except Bridget. She oh, she cried along with me. Yeah, she loved Aww. it. But so I was spreading the the good word of Shit's Creek <laughs> throughout Waipukuro for two hundred. Well, Waipukuro is kind of Shit's Creek. Oh my Town. god! Do you know, okay, so why in Maori means water? Oh, I don't. I didn't think, know that. I don't know why I'm acting. Surprised. I don't think Pukuro means shits, though. No, but you never know. Pukuro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So, um, yeah, I watched the final like four episodes of Shits Creek on the weekend, and then they've released a documentary against it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, so um, it's basically like cataloging the life of them creating the show, and I cried a lot. Me too. I cried a lot. 
So I really recommend that you watch Shit's Creek and that you then watch... <laughs> okay, Jason, like, pointed to his stomach when he said Pukaro because obviously stomach is Puku in Maori. <laughs> but, like, the reach <laughs> to try and make that work. Shit's Puku. It was just stunning. I'm sorry. Uh, Shout out to everyone with irregular bowel movements. IBS, we see you. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. So, yeah, um, please watch Shit's Creek and then go and watch the docuseries for a damn good cry. And I also really liked the fact that they... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laughing about the fact that you said we hear you to people with IBS. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh no. I can't believe this is happening. Okay. We're so <laughs> this is excited. what happens when we've been apart for so long. I know. Oh my so, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really liked the way they wrapped up the show because sometimes you like finish a series and you're like, what is going on? Like, um, uh, they Did they plan it before, the you know, like when, say, for example, uh, uh, Gossip Girl, when they ended, you were like, what oh. has gone on? No one thought about anything. No, Nothing makes sense. I've been here for not, years. Yeah, do not get me started. Yeah. So, but Shit's Creek, it had been it. The six season arc, yeah, was so well thought out. Everything was perfect. If they wrapped up every character without it being like too final, yes. so they could go back in. Yeah. Rumor has it. Ooh. That I want them to do a movie. Oh, I was like, what do you know? <laughs> we need like a T sound effect, like a. <laughs> it's me drinking wine. Yeah, yeah. What's the D? So, yeah, watch Shit's Creek. Thank us later. I think we've already said that, but yeah. it was my life at the party. Can we so talk happy. a little bit about Moira? Moira's yes. outfit. From the wedding. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. Sorry if you guys haven't watched Shit's Creek, oh. but also the wedding. She liked, she, Moira is a gay icon, mother of the nation, uh, kind the soul slash uh, big drinker. Yeah. She's kind of how it, where I see myself. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I love that her character is like, um, yeah, a fashion icon. And the fashion is the biggest, one of the, is a whole character in itself yeah, on the show. Yeah, Well, that's what they've been in vogue about it. Mm, I know. Hot a stress show. I know. I and agree. They, weren't those, okay, I could be lying, but weren't those photos taken by drone, like, during lockdown? It, oh, drone, like, a, a airplane, a small airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was Who's drone in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. World round photographer drone. Drone, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's taking a lot of hot shots. (laughs) Landscapes. So Drone's one to watch, guys. Yeah, Moira is a fashion icon, and yeah, I hope to be her. When you watch the wedding episode, she walks in and she has she's like ends up being the ordained minister Mm. to marry the most gorgeous couple on TV. And she is dressed as the Pope. <laughs> yeah, but with, like, this long, blonde, wig. gorgeous wig. And, and no, so the wig, so yeah, it was hat. long, blonde Donatella here, but yeah. also wrapped up in a roll. So she had hair around um, oh, her head as well, wrapped too. up in a roll, and then a huge Pope oh, hat on top of that. Yeah. yeah, amazing. That would have been heavy. Heavy on my heart. That was so gorgeous. gorgeous. Just watching that was, like, it was a laugh cry moment. It was a laugh crime. Oh, it's so good. The choir. Yeah. Watch it, guys. Oh, it's so good. The choir. I cried so much. <laughs> that song is just like, it's a song that is a through line for Shit's Creek yeah. episodes. And the way that they sing it in this, the wedding scene is so gorgeous. I, I think. I want to be in love. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> COVID-19 to deal with. I know, I know. Yeah, after yeah. COVID. Yeah. And with I'll the, sing a to nice you. One. That is not true. I can. Okay, go. Oh. <laughs> Still got I'm it. in love. <laughs> what was your life at the party? So my life at the party is something that is extremely dear to my heart. As soon Ooh. as this 
uh, was announced, I screamed, literally screamed. Amazing. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, heaps of people did. It's exactly Mm -hmm. what you're thinking. Carly Rae Jepsen. So Carly Rae Jepsen, for those of you who aren't aware, is she's not just a pop icon. She is a pop star. Staple. She is mm-hmm. someone who will release an album and it will be good and everything will be a banger. And honestly, she is my pop queen. She is. Yeah. That's Blew gorgeous. up on the scene with Call Me Maybe. And Call Me Maybe is still one of the catchiest songs of all time to this day on multiple lists, including my own. <laughs> um, but she released a B-side to her uh, 2019 album, Dedicated. Yes. So Dedicated was the follow-up album to Emotion. And Emotion is the album that really, like, solidified my love for Carly Rae Jepsen. But she also released a B-side to Emotion as well. So this is, like, an ongoing thing because she's such a fucking genius. That's the thing. I'm like, you have enough content to release two albums in one yeah. essentially so they're a year apart this b-sides album is 12 tracks of songs that she'd already written for the original album that didn't make the cut because she writes over 200 songs for each album yeah she is so underrated eh not if you're gay well yeah i know but like taylor swift is she writing t- over 200 songs mm, she said she hasn't told me yeah you know like she is so underrated in the mainstream are any of her songs on dedicated on the radio no i yeah, haven't heard any of them not on the fair. radio and i've been listening to the radio for day wow yeah, single day zm no more FM, girl. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Hi, Polly. Hey, Polly. <laughs> um, the album also came out with a music video for uh, the gorgeous song that should be on the radio, This Love Isn't Crazy. And the music video is a lyric video, and it literally features Bleach's frontman, our friend of the pod, <laughs> Jack Antonoff. And it's so cute. Did you watch the video? I've seen clips of it, yeah. It's so cute. I'm actually, I'm... You might might cry. Yeah, I might not make it out the other side. You won't. It's It's, so cute. So it's pretty much a behind-the-scenes look of them making the song and, like, them coming out with lyrics and them vibing off each other and them just being the cutest here ever. And what it really made me realise is that behind the scenes of the pop music industry... Is where my heart lies. I would oh. love to know the secrets. Uh, 100%. I thought you were going to say, what it's really made me realize is I need to date a Jewish guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can't. We can both convert. <laughs> Honestly, take, like, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Carly Rae. Uh, yeah, that is so true because... That's essentially all we talk to Kaylee about. And that's what we all only talk to each other about. The the behind the scenes. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's like, how does one just write that amount of songs? Like, where were you at that yeah. time? Uh, who was with you? How did you come up with the, like... The, the backing vocals, and the then, track. Yeah, the track. The track. And, and then where does, um, where does Jack fit into that? Do you go to Jack with this and he brings that? I think it's different with every artist from what, especially with Jack Antonoff, because he's been one who works with a lot of artists who do show behind the scenes. Yes. So um, Lord uh, and him have videos showing them working mm. together. Taylor Swift and him have videos of showing them working together. Even Pink and him work together <gasps> as well. Trauma. Oh, oh, trauma. Girl. So beautiful. Yeah, I learned how to spell trauma this week. Yeah, well done. It's got a U in it. <laughs> That's so good. So Carly Rae Jepsen, if you're not on board with her, get on board with her. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Start with emotion. If you want a list of songs to listen to, all of emotion. Oh. <laughs> I was like, we can post it. We could post. I could post a deep dive list of important songs. I've actually got a playlist ready to go. Thank you, friend of the pod, Shea, for sending it to me. It's <laughs> Is all it Carly Rae only. Yeah, only Carly Rae from her, the dedication tour that I went and watched oh. that Chris Parker was at. Oh my god, and they're all connected. Yeah, she sent every song in order, so it's like being back there. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. She went to set list FM, my favorite website or just website <laughs> yeah and Carly Rae did an odd core and I wasn't even mad about it no so it's been a good week 
It's been a glorious week. There is so much going on right now. So I hate to like bring it down, but should we talk about our peaks too soon? Yeah, fuck them up. Okay. So my peak too soon this week was it was um it it was inspired by an a podcast I listened to, which I'm gonna recommend to you guys because I I yeah, I like listened to two podcasts in one day the other day and cried nearly at both of them. Did you? Yeah, it was. You're they were both emotional. amazing. What has gone? What, it's what's nearly cancer doing? season. Oh, I think. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Or no. I'm drinking more. Yeah, she's been alone. She's <laughs> yeah, lonely. Yeah, with that, my thoughts. Um, so my peak too soon this week. Uh, comments that Lana Del Rey made on Instagram that were so tone deaf and terrible. I'm gonna read what she wrote. I kind of want to preface this by saying, like, I'm. I know Lana. I know she works with our good boy Jack. Yeah. Um, but they I did the whole the whole last Norman Rock fucking Norman Rockwell album. Yeah. And they did just the two of them. And I I like her music. I'm not like the, I don't follow her. I don't really know about how she's the things yeah. she talks about. You know, I don't know the ins and outs. Yeah. I just like the box. Read what she said. Yeah. Okay. We'll get so into she it. said. Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kaylani, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc., can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect, or dancing for money, or whatever I want, without being crucified, or saying that I'm glamorizing abuse? It sparked a lot of backlash, especially because the women, most of the women she were talking about, are she was talking about are women of color, and she didn't need to get her to get her point across. She didn't need to specify any of those women. No, that's the thing that everyone is so up in arms about. Yeah, is that she she didn't need to name drop anyone, and it's and she didn't need to forget that each and every one of these people have their own struggles within the pop industry yeah. that they have had to overcome to get to the number one spot. So totally it's not like, like they've just they've bounced to the number one spot because suddenly they're talking about dancing on a pole yeah. or, um, you know, like banging a hot dude or butts or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. You know, like Beyonce, Grammys, Lemonade, did not go to her, deserved no. to go to her, went to Adele. Because of the same thing, yeah. the same like stigma around women, women in pop music and pop music, yeah, and like uh, women of color in pop music and um, women being like over sexualized in pop music, yeah, you know, one hundred percent. I do have a tweet here, which is pretty like bang on of what she she should slash could have said was what. Okay, the tweet is, what Landa should have said is that I'm sick of being criticized for my music being seen as the embodiment of anti-feminism and the romanticism of abuse when it is rejection of my own self, my feminism, and my art. So essentially, she sh- yeah, she just shouldn't have called out these women, whether or not, I don't think that she was um, intentionally naming these women, but it is like the internalized white supremacy that we have as white people essentially Mm. that made her say that which is what leads me to the episode this podcast i was listening to which is a show called bobo and flex shout out to my friend ina who got me onto these girls um and the podcast is called lana del rey doja cat and anti-blackness and they're both women of african descent one lives in new york one lives in Australia. They are just so like I that I could listen to them talk for hours. They are so insightful. They broke down the whole thing and gave it from their perspective. And I just like it's so interesting because it they talk about both sides of the coin, the things that we as white people say and do that we don't even realize is a privilege to be able to say and do. Yeah. And then also the things that they black people do that is the exact same thing and where do we meet in the middle and how can we like be as one and communicate effectively from our own perspectives even if it's things that we don't actually realize are coming from a place 
of racism. I don't. Does yeah, that make sense? It does. Yeah. It sounds like I need to listen to it. You this really podcast. need to listen to it. That's why when because I said I don't know the answer to exactly. that. Exactly. And want we don't to. Yeah, we do not need to get into it. Yeah. But it is so interesting. Like my mouth was on the floor and it made me think so much. Yeah, she's got a really big mouth as well. So <laughs> at Broke Street Place. <laughs> <laughs> what is your peak too soon? Oh, my peak too soon is something just as pressing. Mm. Just as uh, crazy. Yeah. It's the fact that RuPaul. Oh my God. <laughs> RuPaul had a bed themed. What, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, are you talking about what the physical or what the actual whole thing was? Yeah, what the whole thing okay, was. Okay, so it was the Zoom reunion. Oh yeah, a bed thing, a bedtime sleep slumber time, party, a slumber party themed reunion. Yeah, he wore. A purple hoodie and uh, a face mask, a blue latex face mask, which kind of looked like he was like um, a Justin Bieber, Luce Libre. Um, so like a Ruche Bieber. Fista. Yeah. He looks like he was on OnlyFans. He looked, yeah. He would look like a sad, sad WWE wannabe. He doesn't do his own makeup or hair or costumes ever. No. So no better time to be a do-it-yourself queen. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Like, oh my God, some of them, most of them, all of them looked amazing. So I saw this video of Sasha Velour, who was a past winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, and she literally um, projected a face of makeup onto her oh. own face and did this gorgeous performance in quarantine. I was like, why did you not get someone to paint I, a projection I don't face? Understand. And just do it. I just didn't get the concept. There was no, no. concept. And also, Rue is so particular about his body and he's always on a diet. Yeah. He's always like, I've got this. That hoodie did nothing for his figure. No. Like, why couldn't have he have been in some gorgeous, like, kimono? Not, oh, no, yes, not kimono, like but loungewear. Um, yeah, least. just like a tent. Like um, It was literally baby, 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 oh, Justin Bieber. It was like he woke up late and they were all there and they were like, you're on in five. The thing I will say that is good about it was that it seemed like a really successful group Zoom call, which oh, doesn't happen often. Yeah, but that's because it's edited that way. Well, they edited the house books down. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super good. I didn't appreciate how much teeth I saw of Britta, but that's really nothing new. I know, but I did appreciate the, um, the well-roundedness of Britta, like realizing yeah. her faults and being like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that anymore. And she made me excited to see more of her, which is really That's shocking. Good. Yeah. I did note that the top three, there were different levels of airtime for each of them. So if we're going via airtime, yeah. like, if you want to pick who could or could not win, um, I think that Crystal had the most airtime. I agree. Followed by Gigi, then yeah, Jada. Third. You're right, actually. Yeah. Although Jada looked the best, in my opinion. <gasps> yes. And if we're also going by airtime, really, Rockham stole the show. Rockham stole the show. She was joke after joke after joke. Yeah. It. I guess it proves, um, like, yeah, I guess who's funny and who's not, or like, who can be with it because obviously they're all filming it at once so that those editors are just pulling from those people's like individual yeah film did you miss your girl oh my gosh <laughs> honestly i didn't even know she wasn't there i did hope that they would uh say something about cherry pie but also it's like they said it every single episode at the beginning of every single episode and by this point everyone knows the drama yeah you know it's been months yeah of, the show airing and everyone knows what happened and I maybe it doesn't need to be said. Yeah, true. I just maybe wanted it to be said for the for the clicks. For the drama. Yeah. I just wanted to hear some like some goss. So I agree. Yeah, that was it probably didn't need to happen and maybe it just will never be addressed by Rue. Do you think that Rue will be dressed in drag for the final? <gasps> like how like Yes, because 
if the final is getting filmed, say this week, yeah, must they must have already done it? Well, maybe, Isn't yeah, it maybe say it's a week in advance. Yeah, then um, the controversy from this <laughs> horrific outfit. Yeah, but the thing is, is it worth the controversy of Rue breaking social distancing and having people come to his house? I think that they will. The team will discover a way to get both happening. Right. Yeah. 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 No, they have to social distance because that's the whole point of the finale is the social distancing finale. Rue cannot. We'll be able to tell. (laughs) I mean, like Raven, like the face that Raven does on Rue is Rue. He couldn't. I know he couldn't. He absolutely couldn't. But like, I'm ready for some DIY, like, order some fake eyebrows off AliExpress. Yeah. I mean, that's way one way to get the people who might have been turning on you back on your side. Yeah. You know? Uh, at least And just, like, humanise it a bit. Darling. Well, that's the thing in the reunions. He's always in suits. Like, RuPaul does not say, where did he even get that hoodie from? Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> the neighbors like throw it over the fence. Throw it over the fence, Justin. Like I don't need Hayley. this anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to get into some hot gossip, and we have been glued to a feud, mm-hmm. and not with regular glue stick. This BBA. is this is real super glue gorilla glue. glue yeah this stuff will stay on your body <laughs> so this feud is between people who this time last week neither of us had heard of strap yourselves in guys because this you're about to be obsessed you're basically. about to be obsessed i'm like just gonna leave this to step for a moment because <laughs> yeah. she needs this okay I'm going to break down what has been this crazy, crazy feud happening in the pop culture atmosphere this week. I'm going to, like, break it down, and then we're going to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard of Call Her Daddy or anything that's going on with them, please immediately Google and go to their Instagram. Call Her Daddy is a podcast about sex and dating in New York that was conceived in 2018 by Alex Cooper and Sophia Franklin. The concept was created by the two then strangers who quickly became best friends and now live together on a holiday. (laughs) It has gained a cult following and was picked up by Barstool Sports Media Network after five episodes. It's in the top 20 most popular shows on Apple Podcasts. Um, And Barstool is owned by Dave Portnoy, who is one of the key players here. So they self-describe their content as, like, female locker room chat. It's pretty... I was going to say gruesome, but that's not the right word. It's pretty... It's intense. Raunchy. 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 Sorry, I said I wouldn't speak. Yeah, no, no, no. They've gained a loyal following who refer to the girls as fathers. And in the first year, they made $75,000 each. On the 19th of May, the New York Times released an article titled How the Call Her Daddy Feud Boiled Over, which is when it first came to my attention. The article details the girls' rise to success and that as of the 8th of April, the feed had gone dark and the last episode was cryptically subtitled Kasha dot 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 the end. And having gone back and listened to that episode since, they played the song praying at the beginning of the episode and then just said we'll let you decipher whatever that means just like guys come on give us something here so it was assumed by the media and the listeners that the contract negotiations between the hosts and barstool sports had gone stale but that was just the beginning my new sound effect (laughs) (laughs) tabloid speculated on a fallout between the two Fans posted theories that they'd dropped hidden messages in the titles of recent episodes indicating trouble. On Sunday, the 18th of May, the tension that had been quietly brewing for weeks boiled over. Dave Portnoy, who, as I mentioned, was the founder and president of Barstool Sports Media, posted a 30-minute tell-all episode to the Call Her Daddy feed, calling the girls unprofessional, disloyal, and greedy, before revealing the full details of his side of the messy contract dispute, which was what the whole issue was about. That was the first time anyone heard what 
what the problem actually was. Then, on the 21st of April, the girls released a statement saying they couldn't legally talk about what was going on yet, and they had both been silent on their personal Instagrams before and since. What we didn't know was the ins and outs of the contracts being discussed and that the friendship between the girls had gone sour, both realizing at the end of that meeting with Dave that they wanted different things. Dave said in his video that Alex had agreed to had agreed to new terms in the contract, but Sophia hadn't. And on the advice of her boyfriend, a sports executive at HBO, Peter Nelson, referred to as Suit Man by the girls and now by Dave, um, and that he had been helping them shop the podcast around to other networks. Two days later, in a 35-minute video posted to YouTube, Alex explained her side of the story and it lined up with Dave's exactly. She explained that she does a lot of the work, she edits the episodes, she does the social media, and quite frankly, cared a lot more about it than Sophia. And after a bit of time with Barstool, they'd both been given a raise, and then she was given another raise for the extra work she does, and she chose not to tell Sophia because she felt like Sophia was always awkward about the fact that she did more work, but she didn't actually go out of the way to try and do more work. The biggest factor in this whole negotiation is the intellectual property, or IP, hottest new abbreviation, of 2020, of Call Her Daddy Herself. When Alex and Sophia went into the initial negotiations with Dave, the thing that meant to them most of them was owning their own IP. Dave said that this was like crazy and out of the question because they can't just build up this amazing brand with Barstool and then walk away and Barstool get nothing. And similarly, the girls don't want Barstool to be making this crazy money off their IP and they don't see any of it. Here's the problem. Uh, Alex said that at the advice of Suitman, they were, like I said, trying to shop around to other podcast networks, but she realizes now that what they were asking was ridiculous and crazy. So... They were shopping the the show around and they managed to secure a deal with another network, Wondry, and were basically ready to walk away when Dave called them into a meeting which has now like been dubbed the infamous rooftop balcony meeting. And according to Alex, he off and Dave actually, because in his video he said the exact same thing, he offered them everything they've ever wanted. He offered them five hundred thousand dollars each. Both the same, no matter how much work either of them did, plus incentives off any brand deals they did. Six months off their current contract, so they'd get to walk away earlier, and they'd walk away with the rights to the IP at the end of it all. Alex was like, oh my god, yes, this is everything we've ever wanted. But she said as soon as they left the meeting, everything changed. She was ready to sign on the dotted line and Sophia said that nothing had changed for her at all. Alex said that it was on that walk home to her apartment that she knew the friendship had changed and that Sophia was never going to be happy with anything that was offered to them. In the days that followed, it was Alex and Sophia going back and forth with their same lawyer until the lawyer turned to them and said, you guys, you're not on the same page. I can't go back to Dave and Barstool and try and negotiate a deal because you're like literally speaking two different languages. Not literally, but basically monetary wise. So Alex went back to Dave and said, Sophia's not going to agree to anything here. I'm doing it myself. Here I am. Sign me now. So as of right now, Alex has re-signed. She's re-signed on to the conditions that 500000 a year, um, walking away with the IP, but actually she has 75% of the IP, whereas Barstool and Barstool have the rest, whereas if Sophia was going to re-sign, they would have had 50-50. And Sophia has still not said anything at all since the 18th of May, which is like 10 days ago now. So all in all, it's like a sad tale of business between friends, looking at you with side eye, going sour. 
um, and what greed does to people. And it is friggin' crazy. The craziest thing of it all was when I woke up today and looked on Instagram and I heard the word Scooter Braun being brought, in, brought into this. Scooter Braun, who we yep, love yep, and yep. hate. <laughs> hate and love. No. We hate him, but we love him. He's for another episode. Yeah. It's basically, Scooter Braun, for a later date, has screwed over a lot of people, but also has a lot of lovely people on his label. But also, basically, Suitman somehow knows Scooter and got Scooter to call Dave to try and vouch for Sophia to get back in on the deal. And he was just like, what the fuck? Thank you, next. Yeah. And then he cashed the check to thank you, next. Is (laughs) Ari on his label? Yeah, Yeah. Ari's on his label. (laughs) I hope that all made sense. I want to get your thoughts, Jason. Um... Okay, well, first of all... What do you have to say about what I just said? Did it make sense? What I've got to say is... (laughs) I'm exhausted. Alex today, she uh, released her own solo Call Her Daddy podcast Mm. called The Funeral. And in it, she was like, oh my God, I've got no time to drink water. Being a solo (laughs) podcaster is so hard. And the whole time I was like, girl, Steph is a solo (laughs) podcaster right now. She has no time to drink water. She has no time to like... Smack her lips, like lick her lips or anything. She has got the mic. she has got content to get through. Yeah. No, I'm proud of you. Damn, that, I hope that I, would have got you into NASDA, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Okay, so um I am Queen Alex all the way. Alex is she is the 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 voice of the podcast. Yeah. She is the worker of the podcast. She is the most the one who's most relatable. I didn't know about any of this before um, Steph brought it to my attention and was like, you need to, I don't know this, but yeah. you need to know this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I went down. Yeah. Down, down, you down the down daddy the hole. Reddit hole too. Yeah, I was on Reddit and I've got like so many things to say mm. on Reddit too. Um, but I think that Alex, she did the work. Yeah. She was honest about what she wanted and ultimately, she's come out on top and watching Sophia's video uh, after watching Alex's video of Sophia's, like, my side of the story. She, she didn't, didn't really no, say she didn't, anything. No, she didn't have a side of the story. Yeah, because, because she knows she's wrong. Well, what's sad about it all is it's really a, a beautiful friendship. And if you guys go back and listen to the Call Her Daddy podcast, mm. they are vibing so yeah. hard. They are like... Joke after joke after joke, like, talking to each other, like, they've known each other forever. And so they've lost a full-on friendship because of greed and because of a fucking controlling man. Yeah. Suit man. Suit man. Suit man can go suck a dick. (laughs) And that is a quote from Alex. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. The episode that she's just released, it literally came out at, like, midday today. So this is, like, fresh off the press. And um, she talked about it a lot. She talked about the situation. She talked about um, people, what people have been asking her. And she did dive a little bit into the relationship between Sophia and Suitman, which she was called so Suitman. She was like, yeah, so Sophia once called um, Suitman to me, said uh, he looked like a serial killer. Yeah, after their first date. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Is that not a red flag instantly? <laughs> like, are you dating Ted Bundy? Is that yeah. what gets you off? Like, I haven't dived back enough into this <laughs> yeah. sex positive podcast to see if she's into serial killers. But, but like, maybe. Maybe she's into serial killers. Well, he serially killed what yeah. they had between each other. And like um, Dave was saying today, they were losing. Actually, yeah. Um so honey is one of the is the like main sponsor of their podcast they were losing a hundred grand an episode so he's lost like basically half a million dollars in the last six weeks yeah and and then sophia was like we need to be back paid for the work that we haven't done yeah and then what happens when so obviously the contract this was contract negotiations going into year two of their life at Barstool. So where is that contract at? Can Is it unfair dismissal? Can 
So is Sophia going to turn around and sue them? Because Alex is saying if she does, she wants Barstool to pay for it. Like, where does it go from here? I think what will happen will be that Sophia starts her own podcast. Which is what they offered her. They they offered her to come back. At this point in time, I think that that's Sophia's only option. Yeah. To... Uh, like people want to know, yeah. What she, is she feels, the, yeah. And if she's smart about it, she will be completely honest and she will be completely transparent. And she will she will lead us into how how she either got played, yeah, or um why why she let herself why she let Suitman um take her down that path, take her down that because path. because Alex yeah. like yeah Alex sort of did that. Like she came to the episode and was like. Actually, for a while, I've been feeling like I wasn't giving my whole self to this. I wasn't talking. She was like, well, you know, if I'm expected to talk about hooking up with guys every week, maybe one week I haven't hooked up with a guy. And how does that make me feel? And what am I going through? And she was saying her parents have been married for 35 years and she can't, she couldn't, like, um, I guess, reveal this side of she her. She totally had a private face and a public face. Yes, and yeah. the Alex that was on the podcast was not the Alex that we started seeing once all this crazy shit started going down, which in turn, ended up being the Alex that uh, the whole world ended yeah. up seeing. Because, because we don't, and also we don't have the backstory. Yeah, so we're all two we, weeks into yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so all we see is this, like, girl who's, like, pouring her heart out in this YouTube video. And created an an, an empire for herself. Yeah. You know? And, like, she's also, she's got a look about her where people would look at her and say, and they would dismiss her. Yeah. You know? 100%. And she is not. No. She has, she has earned herself a $500,000 contract minimum. Yeah. Yeah. All herself. Yeah. All herself. And, and it was Dave who initially had known Alex through social circles and approached her to make a podcast. So there was something in her that he saw yeah. wait was no. it dave no yeah dave dave had so dave and alex were in social circles together yeah um and dave had seen that they'd posted their five podcasts oh, and he'd said sorry. to them, yeah 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 listen i want to do a deal with you yeah. and alex had said sophia come along with yeah, me and right. on the first episode of call her daddy sophia literally says i'm just here because i'm writing alex's coattails that's so interesting you know and i mean that's like what 200 episodes ago or whatever yeah but she knew yeah. and it made her uncomfortable and it ended her in the spot which is why i don't think that she will come out of this if she does have her own podcast unless she does some because she obviously does not think she's the problem she is living in this like um, delusion the, yep delusion that i don't think she will have the emotional intelligence to be able to be vulnerable and say, this is what's happened and this and this, because it's all about money for her and for him, because there's also no way like comments by celebs, one of my favorite podcasts and Instagram accounts were saying today, there's no way that he was working that hard. Suitman was working that hard to get them a deal without getting anything out of it. Like, he was cut into that deal with Wondery for sure. See, and comments by celebs, they were both split by the fact that, like, maybe he's a good guy and he was just in it to, like, help assist out. And the other one was like, absolutely not. He's a scoundrel. Yeah, I think so. There's just no way. No way. Because... They're not married. Yeah, they've been dating for a year. Yeah. And the backstory... Oh, my God, guys, this is... Here comes the Reddit Reddit hole. Yeah, so (laughs) I um, read a Reddit thread um, from an employee of... um, Peters? No, of uh, Barstool. Oh, okay. So, so this guy was, he wasn't friends with Alex and Sophia, but he was in the same circles and he knew of them and they like they would yeah. say hi to each other, but definitely not hang out or anything. Mm. And so he did this Reddit and he literally bullet pointed um, reasons why he's thought the podcast would blow up and the direction it would go in. Yeah. And he like literally said, um, 
friends and business do not mix. Yeah. Do not go into business with your friend unless you're sure. Because obviously they went into this being like, our friendship will trump anything that happens. Yeah. But... But they weren't friends. They were, and they were keeping stuff from each other. Yeah, like friends don't keep stuff from no each other. No way. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are, are you, you keeping hiding? from me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he was like, "This podcast, in his opinion, had a time frame on it. You know, yeah. it's two, two twenty somethings. I think they're like twenty six and twenty seven now, mm. talking about their sexual escapades yes. as single women. And the second she gets a boyfriend, it's like it's not interesting for Sophia no. to be like, "Oh yeah, we spent another night on the couch." Yeah, and while Alex is being like. This is how you suck it yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Lick that pussy just like you should. You know, like that's not gonna that's not gonna last. Yeah, one hundred percent. So he could see the cracks coming through. It was so interesting to yeah, read. Yeah, I'd love to read that. We will like link everything that we can for you guys so yeah. you can follow it because it's so interesting and I really I don't think yeah. it's over. But it's not over. So the call her daddy, um the episode beforehand that yeah, was the, the first episode i listened to but yeah before the um the before shutdown the day one yeah they went dark steph said it started off with cash's praying mm. and i listened to it and i was like is one of you being like taken advantage yeah. of like physically and yeah like obviously like if you look at the Kasha and dr luke um controversy you know Kasha went through some really mm. heavy shit mm. and they were comparing what they were going through which was like not getting enough money to that and yeah. so when i listened to that i was like whoa i i think you're stretching and so alex on yes. her podcast the funeral the call her daddy the funeral mm. she has come back and said we were just pissed off and we that was something that we in pop culture that we knew we could relate back to and we i now realize that that was a yeah, mistake. But that was also suit man disillusioning mm. di, di, dis, disillusioning. Don't you ask me the words. I don't know them. I ask you the words. <laughs> Making them think that they yeah. were worth more. Yeah, which what they were worth more. Yeah. You know, um Joe Rogan has oh. just signed a deal with Spotify yeah. for two hundred and ten million dollars. Two hundred and ten million dollars. And I, so these yeah. girls are these girls are in the same tier as Joe Rogan yeah. as a peer. Yes. I don't know what it will be separately, but they, you know, they're getting their five hundred thousand dollars a year, and Joe Rogan is getting two hundred fifty million dollars a year. Is it a year or is it a one-off payment? Oh, I don't know. I had a f- uh, yeah. I think they bought it for that much. Ah, uh, yeah. but he'd obviously get well. He sold his IP or... anyway. So yeah. if you guys are like planning on starting anything, hold on to your IP. <laughs> yeah, and the best. Um, thing about IP is it's actually just one letter away from JP, which is my initials. So, <laughs> yeah, you're so right. You know, we got some money coming our way. <laughs> the thing with um the whole money situation is that one thing that the fans were annoyed about is that these girls were just being like pretending that they were broke straight boys, and that, <laughs> they were. yeah, and and then it's all come out that they were like literally making half a million dollars. Yeah. And the fans are like, feel a bit played. And she apologized for that in her episode today. Yeah, but I do think that um, that was just the fans being naive, to be honest. Because if you've got um, one of the top podcasts in the entire world, you've got 12 million people. And they've got an alcohol business. I think that they were being naive and it's. It's rude of the fans to be upset about the fact that these girls are trying to ask for what they're worth. Yeah. Because. Feminism. Exactly. Yeah. I feel good about that. Do you feel lighter? I feel like I could talk about this for five more episodes. Yeah. It's so interesting. I hope like we have an update next week. Yeah. Um, I hope that you guys feel like you want to get involved in this because. If this is the first time you're hearing about this drama, it's like, go watch it. Go listen go to it. Go watch it. It's, it's, I think, uh, yeah, I think the why it's interesting is because, first of all, it's real life reality TV, a friendship falling apart in front of our, our eyes. Yeah. It's a look behind the scenes of 
an industry or an area that people don't know that much about. Mm -hmm. It's not that transparent. It's not friends. We don't know they're making a million an episode. Like it's all these little tidbits of information that no one has known before that makes it so, so interesting. And it's happening in real time. Like Alex posted that YouTube video. I'd watched it within the hour. I'm seeing tweets all these people I follow are watching it and, like, glued to it together. It was, like, this camaraderie. Yeah, so we've suddenly become part of the Daddy Gang. We are Daddy Gang! Without knowing about the Daddy Gang. We've only ever listened to three episodes. Yeah. Only one featuring Sophia. I... Do we have a gang name? Uh, yeah, Friends of the Pod. Oh, yeah, Friends of the Pod. (laughs) (laughs) Our gang name would be, like, no, ow! Why? Because <laughs> people to hit us. Oh, okay. We hate play fighting. We're, yeah, yeah. We're gays and straights against play fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I feel great about yeah. that. I feel absorbed. We'll link everything, and yeah, I hope the I hope the timeline made sense because it's so good. Yeah. Right. This is we're gonna the real do this? hard part. This is this is where like. The IP. This is our IP. We better get it right. (laughs) So um, we we messed it up on the first. We messed it up. Wait, four episodes. Um, five. I think this one is seven. We we didn't do it with Kaylee. Because we couldn't, because there was just way too much to talk about. Yeah, what did you guys think about the fact that we had to change the format? Like <laughs> midway, we, midway, <laughs> we were all prepared to do the format as written, and we like had to bow out because there was way too many interesting. Yeah, things but to like chat about. Alex said, the format got in the way and call her daddy, and it was so we don't want to. We want to be loosey goosey, and yeah. like if the format happens, it does happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It does not. If there's a double negative, there's a double negative. Who yeah, knows? legit. <laughs> Honestly, who even knows what a double, double negative is? Okay. Okay. We'll do a breath and then we'll go. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. I've literally written it down. I actually feel like I need to go talk to someone about this. I was really prepared. Is it is it my rhythm? Because I was really no, feeling that. I was about to say can, and I haven't even written can. <laughs> I've just, it's in my bones oh, to be wrong. Maybe next time I'll just say it by myself, and then I'll ask Dave Portnoy for an extra 100000 <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me about it. Stead. Okay. okay. Do we want to We can say okay at the same time? Do you want to try it again or do you want to go? No, I want to go. Okay. I'm sick of that. Leave, get out. Okay. So so we've talked a lot about um female names. And so yes. my uh my two thousand one to two thousand eight absolute banger cannot hate. Yeah. Is a song that um it's called Chelsea by a band Steffi and Steffi um and it came out in 2006 and wait oh yeah I was like it's 2006 before 2008 um when I left you alone with Chelsea and I've always got PTSD about it because uh, at a school formal, which yeah. I helped organise. Um, oh this is so sex education. Yeah, I organised there to be a mini talent show. <laughs> That's, um, can I just say? Yeah, interject. You've never stopped organising talent shows. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's my calling. Yeah. And um, I got up there and I sang Steffi's Chelsea, thinking that it would be, go off, it would be absolute banger. No. Oh, did you get thrown things? No, <laughs> things didn't get thrown at me, but I did. Um, I did get asked why I sang a cappella. What? Yeah. <gasps> Glee wasn't even around. Anyway, so for a while, I think I'd put that to the back of my memory, like a forgotten memory, yeah. and it's come to my forefront, my frontal lobe. No, yeah, why? Because we've been talking about Alex and Sophia. And so I was like, Chelsea and Steffi. (laughs) That is a fucking reach. I have been reaching all night. I have been reaching all night. Now that you say that, now I know why I know that song. Because it was Steffi. Oh, Steffi. And I was like, I finally could see myself in the media, you know? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> you were represented. Yeah. It's all about representation. Yeah. White National Party. White women and oh. <laughs> Shout out to the white. <laughs> Shout out to the National Party. <laughs> the, white party. the white party. We may as well just start calling them the white party. The white party, they are. <laughs> Guess who we're not voting for. Chelsea! <laughs> hey. It's a really good song. Go, you go. It was kind of, can I just say, it was in that, like, vein of, like, Metro Station. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, like, that rocky kind well, of she, vibe. it was, um, she was the, like, she was the singer. Her name was Steph. Yeah. And they decided not to be, put her as a solo act. They decided to make a band, kind of like Selena Gomez in the yes, scene, that type this thing. this right. So she became the lead singer, and they had this album called The Orange Album, which, um, Chelsea was on, and that song, that album was, like, runaway hit, uh, I think it was like European countries really liked it. I don't think yeah. it was an American crossover. I definitely remember it on C4. Like 100%. vividly. Yeah. We should put the video up after this. The video is really, really good. Outside. Yeah, it's my, like school my... themed. Yeah. It's cool. like it's like exactly what I imagined would happen to me when I sang Chelsea oh, at no. my school. And Four two double zero yeah. for the Newman handle. And she it. was like, This Chelsea's not anyone. It's like it's not a, a specific Chelsea. It's Every girl. Yes. Oh Chelsea. my God. This is making so much sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, don't leave your man alone with Chelsea. No. I don't know any Chelsea's personally right now. No. Maybe I do. Maybe yeah. I know. Yeah, Chelsea, are yeah. you listening? Yeah. Stay away from my non existent man. <laughs> yeah. You back off. Darling. Yeah. You're like, I need to sing Whitney Houston to someone, so get away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my uh, song. Do you want to do the mantra beforehand? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, Hails from 2004. Good year. Eight words single-handedly changed my life forever. I can't look at you when I say okay. that. I'll look away. Okay. Yo, small tuna fish. I'm <gasps> one big catch. This is a shark's tail. Here we go again. Missy Elliott and I'm oh, sorry, Christina and Missy Elliott. Yeah. Car wash from the Shark Tail soundtrack. Oh my gosh. Do you have a story about this? I've got, yes. Okay, it's go. a lip sync. Okay. Do we have time? No, I, okay. Yeah. I love okay. the song so, so much. So Shark Tale was freaking amazing. Yeah. Everyone was in it. Will Smith, Renee Zellweger, Angelina Jolie, yeah. the, the Wait, fish. Can we just for one second? So we've said freaking amazing about like five times during this pod. Should we so, insert the clip? Yeah. I yeah. think if you go back to... Um, my X Factor audition, Danny Which we Minogue, haven't talked about yet. We but talked about it really briefly yeah, one time. We'll get into it. Danny Minogue time. says, freaking amazing. <laughs> and um, for a moment in time, it was like a meme on Twitter. In was certain it? circles. Girl, I was trending. I, uh, and who do you have to thank? Danny Minogue. <laughs> Not the person, not not, not the, the Dave Portnoy, not the suit man right here, the suit man right here who go, came up with the hashtag. Go, you go ahead. Do you know, I've been worried that in this situation I've been the Sophia and Steph is the Alex, so it's good to know she's actually the suit man. <laughs> we will we will do a full like expect your X Factor experience breakdown really soon, hopefully with like someone another. from from yeah. the realm, yeah, someone yeah. from the realm, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, so Shark Tale, I mean, you know lip sync, school lip syncs were a big deal for me. We did mm-hmm. one to the song. It was gorgeous. We painted a, a, a cut-out whale. Kawai. But it's just such a good song. Like it, like Kaylee says, it could bop now. It could bop now. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. So I also sung a cappella car wash to oh. outside my drama class uh, to a bunch of friends who I thought were friends, but they were like, sing a song, Jason, sing a song. And so I did. I was like, <clears throat> I've got this flick of the hair, flick of flick the hair. Flick of the mullet, yeah. Say what, say what, yeah. Everyone laughed at me. You... <sighs> Are very easy to laugh at. <laughs> no. I know. I realise that now. No, I'm like they didn't appreciate you and I get know. you. It's so sad. Yeah. You're so lucky. You're so self assured. Yeah. Well, Christina Aguilera. She. I had posters of her all over my bedroom. Aww. Like. Yeah, well, I thought I had a crush on her, but I wanted to be her. <laughs> That's like the time I thought I had a crush on our friend Tom. 
but you just wanted to be him. Yeah. <laughs> but I still want to be him. Yeah, we be you, Tom. <laughs> Um, before we wrap up, I just want to point out, this is the first podcast I've done in real clothes and shoes. Are you wearing shoes? Yeah. Wow. I thought it would kind of ground me to being a professional, but... You have been quite grounded. They're really nice shoes. Thank you. Yeah. She bought herself some beiges. Yeah. I was going to say, don't shout them out until they're paying for it. Okay. Um, She bought herself some... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when you were singing, I was like, I did just want to be sing to by you. That's so nice. Spoken to by you. I'm. This is a great episode. Yeah. I'm loving it. There's, I feel absolved. Same. I feel like I've got things off my chest. Mm-hmm. I really... You're literally your boobs. <laughs> Cut right off. We don't have time. So we're going to do a breast reduction and expect a deep dive coming up. Coming up. I know who we could do the... Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that we'll off, this off is camera. Yeah, yeah. Off camera. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so, as you know, we leave you with a hangover. Jason's floundering, floundering. He can't find his notes. You wrote it down before. I did write it down. Do you know what? I actually didn't write it down. I wrote um, I wrote something else down. Oh, what? I, I hate this. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, help me. Yeah. Okay. So we leave you with a hangover every week. I might just say it by myself. Yeah, do it by yourself. I know the gist. Turns out the sports are pop culture, okay? <laughs> Turns out the sports are pop culture, okay? <laughs> See you guys next week. Can't wait to talk about the All Blacks. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. <laughs>